All right, everybody. We have just heard some wonderful things from Dylan and Devin. Just to give you guys some insight into this, obviously, this podcast is coming out near a month after the finale came out. Um, time really does fly, doesn't it, guys? Yeah, what the heck? That's so weird. Time is just like a vortex these days. Like, <laughs> it's days go on 100 hours, but then also a week happens in like 20 minutes, I feel like. I know, I know. Yeah, so like, literally, it's what day is it today? October 27, one week away from the election. Wow. I think this, I think that the finale came out September 30. So we've been kind of filming this podcast in like bits and pieces over the past month. That just shows you how, how busy things can be. But uh, yeah, so um, we're just going to talk through basically every single vote out from this finale. We're going to eulogize some people. We're going to do some rankings, some spicy stuff. And kind of close out our third season of Keep Your Torch Lit. Crazy that it was like the middle of the summer when we started doing this. Yeah, oh my gosh. Now I'm in like Minnesota and I look out the window and it's like literally snowing. It was 14 degrees. Oh yeah, it's been snowing in KC too. What the heck? I have no concept of season anymore. Because it is just always 70s and sunny here. I literally, like, I don't, I didn't even realize it was almost snow time. Yeah, it's, time does fly. Except for when you have, like, orange skies, then all of a sudden, like, you guys have some weird season, weird stuff going on with your weather. That was one day, it's fine. That's just, like, every time I think of Cal, when I think of, like, San Francisco and, like, the weather, and I just think of, like, fires now no there's no our air quality so good Wait. now it's just 70s and sunny. so sarah my dad's been telling me that uh san francisco is an anarchist hellscape right now with like no laws is that is that true <laughs> that's what he's that's what he's seen on uh Fox News. Not... no it's very regulated i don't know what he's about. Do you, are there still police officers yeah, <laughs> No, it's like normal. Wow. But maybe but I've been here so thought, long that this is just normal yeah. to me, but it's like actually messed up. <laughs> I thought that you guys abolished yeah. the police and have open borders, yeah. though. There's no such thing as property yeah. anymore. Just everything is burned to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, yeah. Man, I, I must be looking at the wrong yeah. news sources or something. I don't know. It's, it's not quite lining up. <laughs> I have not been reading the news recently. I don't have time. <laughs> we, we all have the election in our mind, too. Me, me and Jack are probably obsessing yeah. a little bit too much. Do you guys uh, get November 3rd off? Because I just realized I have that day You have the day off? Yeah, uh, it wasn't on the calendar, but they just told us we do. I wish I did. I do <laughs> actually, it's true. Have day I, actually, I wish I... I'm pretty glad that I don't, because I want to, like, just do work all day and not try to just like distract myself from <laughs> everything and then just probably yeah i don't know well whoever is listening to this and at some point in the future you probably already know the outcome Dude, of the election crazy. so lucky you you, you don't have How anything to stress about or, or maybe you do isn't hmm? it like usually the night of like the fourth 
Uh, yes, but this one could be yeah. different. Because of a lot of voting, uh, of delays in counting ballots, like mail-in ballots mm. and stuff, especially in the Midwest. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably going to be court battles so, and yada, yada, yada. But let's talk about the votes that don't <laughs> really matter. <laughs> the Survivor Michigan season yeah, was- three votes, starting at the final five. Um, these votes actually do matter very I was saying the other day, these we're giving these people so much practice in voting that they have no excuse to not come out to the polls. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but what if people what if survivor people are just too used to writing the name down of the person they want to vote out and everybody votes for Trump and then <laughs> Oh shoot. Well, that's, that's where you need to have Jeff yeah. Probst or Cooper come in and say, now these votes, yeah. you're not voting for the person you want to vote out. You're voting for the person that you, you want to You don't want to get vote. a Christie in the Amazon situation going, you know? Have you heard that conspiracy theory? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that conspiracy that, Well, you know, Christie in the Amazon, she was the one that was, like, deaf, right? So apparently, oh, yeah. like, she didn't, like, really fully understand, like, the, the conspiracy, like, she said that, so basically she ended up voting for um, Jenna, even though she kind of, like, hated Jenna. And, like, she said oh. that, like, oh, you know, I just kind of respected her answers at travel, but the conspiracy theory is that she didn't, like, hear or understand the part where Jeff says, oh. remember, you're voting for the winner and not voting out wait what yeah it's a conspiracy i, I don't know i don't think it's true That's so i want to i want to give her the benefit of the doubt but yeah that is a thing that i've seen online wow wow jack jack spreading yes. conspiracy theories you're you're buying right into um you should you should you know work for facebook or something <laughs> at this rate <laughs> we're, we're getting, we're getting actually, political on this episode wow oh uh, is it, we really have yeah, politics okay. in mind. Let, let's get yeah. back to the final five. I already tried the transition once, so, so let's actually get there. You did. You really did. You tried your darndest. Um, yeah. So what do what'd you guys think about, like, the strategy for this kind of round, for this round here? Wait, which round are we talking about? Oh, uh, the final five. So this is when Will was voted off. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, Will just could not have made it to the end. Like, he was, even though he was kind of crazy and, like, kind of pissed people off sometimes, like, he did, he did still have, like, a pretty good social game and, like, is the face of a lot of moves, I think. So, I think it was a good strategy to boot him while they still could. And he, he like, he's someone who you know in that final challenge that it's, like, um, what is it, like, willpower? Yeah literally willpower uh, he mm-hmm. would not let go so you would not want to be up against him true plus he might you know spread will syndrome to you and uh you know at this point safety is number one priority exactly but i don't know at the same time just to play the devil's advocate a little bit here or the will's advocate um like <laughs> or I guess not Will's advocate. I, I just don't see how many votes he could really get at Final Travel Council. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people who, like, really are not a fan of Will. So, I, like, I'm not sure if it was the right move to, like, boot him here if you're somebody, like... Well, what if Aaron. he was, like, up against Devin and, like, do you think he would have beat Devin? Um, I think so. I, I, Lisa the other day was talking about how, like, 
she might have even voted for Will over Devin. Like, she really valued, like, Will's game. To be fair, like, Lisa was one of Will's closest allies, but, like, I, I, I do think that Will, I personally think Will wouldn't have would have ended up beating Devin right. if they went to the final but two. I don't know if this even could have happened, but like what if it's like a Will, Aaron, Devin final three, and then either Aaron or Will could win immunity and they bring the other person. I feel like Aaron wins that. I think Aaron beats So I feel sure. like it's in yeah. her best interest to try to like I feel like do you think well I guess I guess maybe Will would bring Devin in that situation. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Yeah, no, I'm I know just trying to like. I feel like there's like some way or reason for somebody like yeah. Aaron to want to bring Will to the end or like close to the end. You know. No, I, I totally. Agree yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm just doing the meat shield philosophy. Yeah. Maybe, but sorry, go on. So, kind of one of the things from the final six, where I don't know if we talked about this a lot, was that Brady and Aaron were really considering. Um, they knew they had to turn on Dylan and Cassie and they were considering using Will to do that. And they, I think that Brady's plan was to get rid of Devin and then for him, Aaron and Will to team up and get rid of Dylan and Cassie after Devin was gone. And I wonder if they made a mistake and not telling that to Will or if like after, you know, Brady was blindsided you know, Aaron and Cassie made a mistake and not trying to team up with Will because, you know, obviously everybody didn't know about Dylan and Devin, but like hindsight's twenty twenty. Like they you know we know now, it definitely would have been better for Aaron, Cassie, and Will if they had teamed up a final five. Cause all of them um would have been, you know, Will could have made it a final three with them, and then Aaron would have uh, Cassie might have even brought Aaron to the final two. Yeah. I don't know how Cassie kept saying like, "Oh, like I could, I think I could, you know, beat Aaron and get all the votes in the final tribal." Yeah, I think that maybe Devin did a really good job of like making sure Will and Aaron didn't really talk to each other. But I kind of feel like that might have been a bit um, the biggest mistake is both for both Will and Aaron. I don't know if it was possible for them to work together, but I think that it was in both their best interests. Yeah, I feel like they almost kind of pulled a similar thing with Will as, like, Sarah did with me. Not to just, like, bring it back to me, because I feel like I did that too much. But, like, (laughs) I feel like they really just, like, made Will not want to talk to Aaron. Like, they being, like, Dylan. I mean, yeah, Dylan and Devin, like, really tried to, like, make Will not want to talk to Aaron. And, like, Will was, I think he even had, like, a confession or something about, like, not wanting to mess it up by talking to by talking to her there. So I, I don't know. It, I mean, they, I think they definitely played it well. They being again, Dylan and Devin, but yeah. I, I feel like just speaking from this point of hindsight 2020 that we can, like, it, it definitely seems like that could have been the thing to do. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I definitely see the parallels there and like Maggie and yeah, you and Maggie kind of being a parallel of Will and Aaron and that like, yeah. I know it's tough and like, I don't know. I mean, they will did tell Aaron my relationship is dead, which I think was a big mistake on his part. Like maybe it was true, but I don't know the whole final six thing. It was clear that Aaron just wanted people to promise her final two, even if it didn't mean it. And if will would have just done that, even if he would have lied about it, like I know his whole thing was like, I'm just going to be straight up with you. He should have just lied to her and been like, "Yeah, Aaron, like I'll I'll do whatever you want. I'll take you to the final two. 
Um, instead, he was like, I'm going to let everybody in the game know that Aaron is my number one target and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I don't think that was his, the best direction for him to go. Yeah. I don't know. Will and Aaron, like, they, they've had such a, like, very up and down relationship the whole game. <laughs> Honestly, Will's relationships with everyone were, like, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we, uh, do you think it's time to, uh, to eulogize our, our friend Will? Is there any, any other hypotheticals you think that we could have done, he could have done at the final five, other than just win immunity? And not let Aaron win. Um, maybe just be a little more like open to going to the end with anyone at that point. Mm, like, yeah. There comes a point where you just have to like, w like get to the end versus like winning. Thinking about like actually winning, like you want to even you want to get there in the first place. Yeah. I know, I, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Because, like, I think Will even in his confessional says something like, "I feel like I'm putting myself into a box here, where like I'm not, I don't have any relationship with Cassie or Aaron." And it's like you don't want to be in the final five, where like two of the people you are, you're never going to work with them. Exactly. Like, yeah. Instead of like, cause he just put himself in this box. Like, I need to go with Dylan Devin, and yeah, okay. yeah. I think that he probably would have said the same thing. Yeah, just like me putting myself in the box, not wanting to work with Nick or Lucy, you know? <laughs> so yeah, parallels. so many parallels, man. Um, all right, Shelby eulogize our, our good yes, friend, Will. Dr. Aerospace. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, we definitely, I feel like we talked about a decent amount of it, but... Uh, Will was quite a big character in the show. It was definitely entertaining from start to finish. He had some high highs. He had some low lows. Um, he had a good game, a really strong game near the beginning of the merge, but the combination of the Ben bomb and that uh, demerge really, I think, took away his power. And he never really, he was able to scramble and like, you know, find a way to make it further, but he was never really able to gain his footing and be on top of the game. I, I do feel like it's pretty impressive, though, that, like, you know, he was able to find footing for a while, though, like, after he, how massively you can't plan for something like the demerge and how much he was able to, like, you know, he could have easily been out at 10, 9, 8, 7, but he's able to make it all the way to 5. And that is, like, pretty goddamn impressive. Yeah. Yeah, he changes number one. Think of how many times he changes number one. Like he has number one was Ben, then it was Emily, then it was Eliza, then it was Devin. Like he was able to constantly like, oh, someone's gone. Like, all right, I'm gonna change my complete game plan. He changes game plan. Like, yeah, I feel like that's times. like one of the biggest themes of the season as a whole. It's just like adaptability and changing things and like changing who you're working with. And like, I feel like Will might have embodied that almost more than anybody else. Maybe with the exception of like Aaron, but yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. So ultimately, um, you know, there was just so far that if it was somebody that's that uh, chaotic, chaotic of a player, um, unless you can really win those big immunities on the stretch, there's yeah. sometimes just only so far you can go. 
So, uh, yeah, that Aaron's immunity streak definitely hurt him. And um, uh, impressive that he made it to the finale, though. I'm glad we got to see these uh, crazy Will driving yeah. confessionals. I, I'm not sure, exactly season. sure of the numbers, but like it kind of feels like he might have had the most confessionals of anybody. Is that true? I don't know. I would not be surprised. He <laughs> filmed the most video. He probably yeah. has just sheer like hours of footage. I can guarantee he has the most of anybody in the whole season. And uh, confessionals yeah. tend to be pretty proportional to exactly. just how much sheer footage do you have? And he he had a lot. Um. All right. Shall we place Will on our? Well, so you're saying before the I don't know if this. Was recorded or not, but like we haven't actually technically done the fifth place through first place for season two either, right? So we have to rank everybody. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for this. We have not, we have never ranked anyone from uh, fifth to first. So we get to, this is all fresh. We have Will, we have Mike from season two, good old Mike Baker. And we have All right, Alex so it's uh, 8.14, uh, October 27th, and I'm here with Sam and Sarah, and I'm going to rank the top five <laughs> players. Aw, <laughs> I miss Mike. Yeah, oh, man. Glad we got to see a little Mike, Mike cameo here. So I guess let's start with comparing Mike with fall and then we can throw will in there it's, i don't know so fall fall had, had an extremely good social game like mm -hmm. everybody <laughs> loved like, fall never mind. i'm just thinking like all three of them they definitely all played very yeah. kind of different game i feel like fall and mike were both similar in that they were like really kind of steady not super like chaotic will was more chaotic than both of them but i want to say that like mike didn't make as many moves as will did well what moves did will and make fall... like what were his moves i feel like will was just more like I feel like I can't think of any moves that Will actually made. I feel like Will's think story is more of a story of kind of like frantic survival yeah. than actually being spearheading moves. Will's biggest move was putting together the majority alliance that ended up blindsiding, they ended up getting rid of Ben and basically taking control of the game. I think because mm -hmm. that Innovatrium alliance of seven, remember how he was like, I made this alliance and it almost <laughs> killed me. Um, of him, Emily, Aaron, and then uh, the Sabu Sabu Four. Um, I, obviously, Emily played a part in that, and Eliza and everybody played a part in it. But I think Will really was the one that spearheaded creating that alliance, and then was able to get out uh, Jesse and Ben, gotcha. kind of back to back, and Chloe. I think that that Chloe blindside, I also give a lot of credit to Will because if you remember, Emily didn't really want to do that. She was saying, we should make our move later. Will saying, we need to make our move now and save Austin. So that Chloe, Jesse, Ben, back to back to back, I think I, I give Will most of the credit right. for those. Well, for I want to go to bat for my boy Mike a little bit here. Yeah. I feel like Mike had like 
we talked about this a lot last season, but like he had such a pivotal role in in a kind of understated way in a lot of big parts of the game. Like he was able to build like a good enough relationship with me to like want and well, obviously, especially Sarah, like number one, like above all, like being able to like build that huge cross tribal thing. Um, uh, through like one of like probably like the biggest power player of all of season two. And then also being able to build a good enough social relationship with me that I felt like I was kind of like the one that was closer with Mike and wanting to like come around merge time instead of going through like the basic easy Ohana Pagonging we could have done that like we wanted to kind of like swing with him and Mallory. And then he was also the one who kind of really was the one who started going towards um, like voting against Sam at final eight instead of going along with that plan. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of ways that Mike was like really good at positioning himself, like to get further in the game without really ever um, having that big of a target until like really he went out. And I, 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 I feel like yeah. there's a lot more instances where I can see I, Mike getting to the end of the game and winning versus like, I, I, I find it really hard to f see Will getting to the end of the game and winning. Yeah, and, like, I think it's just, like, people that forget is, true. how pivotal Mike was because he was so chill yeah. and calm about everything. <laughs> Whereas, like, Will was super neurotic about things and Thal also got pretty excited. Um, but, yeah, Mike was just, mm -hmm. like, very, very calm. Never panicked. Literally. Just, like, always accepted what was going to yeah. happen. I, yeah. but like not even that he yeah. just like went too much with the flow like he did like stop I, and like change things and like kind of no, went, exactly. like like i feel like you could almost describe him being as like too much of being yeah. like oh, i'm a frat but i'm not gonna i'm just gonna like go with what's going on but, like he did like i feel like have a pivotal role in changing things a few like key parts of the game and i feel like yeah. he was able to do that without having will syndrome like mike syndrome is just being able to like chill take a step back, maybe like play some beer pong with the bros and be like, nah, maybe we shouldn't vote out this guy. Maybe we should go with him. I definitely see that like this kind of, this kind of like the opposite thing where Will was like super extra paranoid yeah. and Mike was maybe not paranoid enough. And at the final five, he didn't really like, he didn't really see a blind side coming. He was kind of just like, oh yeah, like I'm, I trust my allies, like they're fine. Um, so I think I, I would say that's the one, maybe the one detriment to his game is that I didn't really see him making a ton of alliances outside of Sarah. I mean, yes, he made an alliance with you, Jack, and with Mallory. Um, but who did he, ha he didn't, mm -hmm. he kind of ran out of people that were loyal to him at a certain point. And maybe it was because he just like trusted that Sarah and Mallory wouldn't turn on him so that he didn't need to make any more. I mean, I think that's just like a thing where he was maybe a little bit too comfortable with his alliances and Will was a little bit too paranoid and like ended up driving some people away. So, and you know what? Oh, sorry. I, Go ahead. I definitely liked that. Yeah. You're good. I, I was going to say, I definitely liked that he had really good timing with his moves. Like he, he, he made some like really subtle moves, but they definitely had good timing. Like the final eight. Yeah. For yeah. example, I thought was really good. What, what I was going to say is like, you know who I feel like was a pretty good like medium in between the two was Alex Call. the Hall. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he had like the great social ability <laughs> of Mike. And also, you know, he had a he had a healthy amount of paranoia, not too much paranoia, but like yeah, I feel like he was true. definitely always 
you know, worry about his place in the game, worry about his place with Tarowski, like <laughs> willing to make, you know, a move or trying to get somebody else on the other side. I mean, it's something that all three of them, all three of them did, I guess, is trying to get somebody from the other side. But like, I feel like Thal was kind of like the best of both attributes of, of like all of them. So I think I, for me personally, I'll, I'll go out and say that right now. I yeah. think for me, it's Thal, then Mike, then Will, but. I think so too. I was thinking the same thing. Um, yeah, because like if you run the game yeah. multiple times, Will burns out earlier, mm -hmm. um, more of the time than the other two, or just finds some way to like explode his game. I think the I, other two are more consistent. I really would love to see a season of Fall without Tarowski. Like I really yeah. feel like and sometimes he's almost kind of like handicapped by, you know, yeah. like you know. Like mm -hmm. famously, like the it's Liz vote, you know. But yeah. like I, I feel like he on his own in like you know running the simulations hundred times, if he wasn't in this season particularly. Like I feel like he could do like really really well again and again. Yeah, I definitely agree with Fall number one. I, I think that the thing between Mike and Will for me is like I feel like Will definitely had higher highs and had way more control than Mike ever did, but I definitely see what you're saying in that if you play the season over a bunch of times, um, Mike will probably make it further more times because he is just very steady, consistent, non-threat. He's like, he was threatening in that he was like social and seemed athletic, but not like exactly. um, too intimidating, you know? So I felt, I felt like he struck a really good balance. He had a good social game. I, a part of me is just like I just really respect when somebody is able to make big moves and really like take control of the entire game. But Will only had that for kind of a short time and kind of burned out after that. So I, I, I'm 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 okay. With yeah, yeah. I think just what it comes down to for me is just I. It's really hard for me to imagine a lot of scenarios in which Will makes it all the way to the end, like not even just winning, but like. Even yeah. getting out here too, where I can imagine a ton of different ways in which Mike gets the end and wins. Like maybe he's against, maybe Sarah takes him and it's, the jury's really bitter against yeah. Sarah and Mike wins. Or like, mm -hmm. you know, Mike could be, you know, Mike could vote out Sarah at Final Four or what, or like, you know, Sarah could get voted out Final Four, you know, or even just not even like including Sarah and stuff. I just feel like there's so many different ways I can see Mike kind of slipping by. And like, I really feel like Will kind of has to like immunity his way to the end. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. It seems a like Will kind of has a wall that goes <laughs> um, at some point. A will wall, yep. <laughs> All righty. So there are rankings. We have Fall, then Mike, then Will. All right. Let's go and move on to the final four. Um. So Erin, once again, wins immunity when she really needs it. Um, so Cassie, her kryptonite yeah. really names in this episode. She cannot remember the boot order. Or maybe she can, but she just didn't know who it was. Like she so couldn't like, associate the name with I the feel place. Yeah, so like, you know, we're like, well, they're studying and stuff. And gosh, she just can't yeah. say the name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like she talked about that a little bit. But 
you know, you, you maybe you listen to the, that podcast back to back. I feel like we recorded that with Cassie like weeks ago at this point. So I'm like trying to remember what she, she said. She said she was still bad it. at names. Anyway, yeah. anyways, <laughs> she definitely. I'm not entirely yeah, sure if she knew yeah. each of us um, that she was talking to, but you know what? But... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know. This is, I feel like Cassie really has had a lot of trust in Dylan. And maybe that's kind of how this whole finale, this didn't really go her way. Because, like, I don't know. She didn't really start scrambling until it was maybe a little bit too late. Yeah. I think she thought she had it in lock, maybe. Yeah. Like, but she says that she knew that Dylan was close to Dylan. But maybe she was, like, fine with that because she was, like, I'm still closer to him. And I, I do really feel for her, and like you know, she talked about, about this a lot in our podcast with her that she just had like such a busy schedule with work yeah. and class and everything that like it was hard for her to have as many meetings and like even just confessionals and stuff as other people. So I can see how maybe that would make it harder for her to realize these things or to like I don't know, just like be, want to be more trusting of people. I don't know. Yeah, def- yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I agree. I I kind of wish, I think she said that, like, oh, she quit her job, like, right as she got out of Survivor. And I was thinking, like, I wish she quit yeah. at the very beginning and instead had, like, a full season where she had all this extra time to invest in Survivor. Because she clearly knew the game. Like, she really knew the game. She just didn't yeah. have as much time. And she was incredibly really mature for a freshman, so... <laughs> Nobody else gets these jokes. No, it's just a joke for us. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. So this this big thing in the final four is like Cassie trying to get Aaron to flip and cause a tie. And like, uh, I really wish this happened. Like, I, I love how the season played out. Uh, but like, imagine if we had a final four. Yeah. Yes, first time in Fire Michigan history we did have a final four time. And it would have been Aaron. Aaron <laughs> really. Sh- yeah, right. <laughs> Aaron really needed, and I think Aaron like really needed to do that in order to make it. Which obviously, like in Aaron's mind, Cassie didn't promise her final two where the other two guys had. So that's a big thing. Like Cassie really should have promised Aaron final two and been like, "Aaron, I will bring you to the final two. Please make it a tie." You know, um, maybe she would have considered it, but. Yeah, Aaron, because Aaron didn't even believe the whole thing that Dylan and Devin were close when Cassie told her. Yeah, I mean, like, just that kind of a circumstance of, like, limited knowledge and stuff and wanting to trust. Yeah, feel bad, but that's what happened. (laughs) Yep, that's what happens. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, every. I honestly, I feel like everything just kind of went wrong. Cassie would have probably had a good chance of making the finals if Aaron had not won Final Four, because I think that yeah. if Cassie's in the Final Three, Dylan yeah. and Devin are probably or even if there both was, yeah, yeah, her yeah. in the finals. Yeah, I like think the whole Final Three thing messed it up. I mean, the Final Two thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a hundred percent chance of her making the Final Two if she makes yeah, the Final too. Three. Because either she wins, which honestly is a pretty good high probability. Like, you know, she did 
you know, run track and stuff. Yeah. And, um, or like, I definitely feel like either of Dylan or, um, what's, what's his name? The other one. I can't, I am really bad at names. Sorry. Um, Dylan, um, shit. Well, one of them would have, sorry. <laughs> one of them would have taken it for sure. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to start to eulogize Cassie here, I think that she had a lot of knowledge of the game and she had the skills that she needed. Like, um, you know, she was athletic, good at challenges and stuff. She, uh, you know, had a strategic yeah. mind. She was able to, you know, make alliances. We saw her do it with Aaron. I think that it was really just like mm-hmm. that third tribal council really hurt her reputation. And then just like being as busy as she was as a freshman with a job and all the other stuff. I think that she was just a little bit more outside um, a lot of the conversations that were happening and she didn't have the respect that she needed as a player. Um, even though she could have made a good pitch and she was very perceptive. Like we even saw, like seeing how perceptive she was in the little amount of time she was able to invest in the uh, game. Like imagine if she was able to invest a lot of time into the game. Cause she was kind of, I think that she would have been really, really good. So yeah. I mean, obviously we're talking here about like, Oh, you know, they Dylan or Devin would have probably taken her to the end cause they would have probably beat her. Um, Cassie did like have a game plan that allowed her to get very far. And um, I think that if she would have just had more time, she would have uh, really been yeah, a contender. Yeah, I agree. Um, she no, had it all it would be very interesting to see her play again. I don't know if that would happen, but I feel like if she were able to put all of her stuff into all of her um, yeah, like energy true. into playing the game, like I could definitely see her making a run, especially if people kind of underestimate her based on this season. But mm-hmm. I mean... I think it's pretty safe to say mm-hmm. that she's at least ahead of Sarah Z in our season four ranking, in our top three rankings. <laughs> oh, like no, Sarah, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't really have an argument. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think I'm pretty solid in putting uh, her ahead of Sarah for the top four rankings. <laughs> yeah, the re- the real <laughs> question is who's yeah. second between Leia and Sarah's and My Sarah? Because uh, you know, Cassie's obviously. <laughs> But yeah, in all seriousness, we have three <laughs> fourth place finishers all from Pioneer High School. So in all seriousness, going through the ranking, um, I I think that it's safe to say we're that Cassie is in third. And uh, no offense to Cassie, but Sarah and Leia were both people that yeah. were probably one vote away from winning the game. Um, I think that in both cases, if they'd made the final tribal, Leia would have won in season one. Maybe it would have been close between Tarowski. Sarah would have likely won season two. Um, so, and I don't think that Cassie was in a position where she would have won guaranteed if she got to the finals. So, I mean, it's between I Sarah and Leia here. What do you guys think? my position pretty clear on this podcast in the past. I feel like I even talked about this in the last season, but like, I, I, I do think Sarah as a case of being the best Survivor Michigan player ever. And I'm not just saying that because you're here. I would have even said that if I thought you weren't connected to the podcast. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Um, I, I do think I want to put her ahead of Leia. I feel like <laughs> she was able to really control yeah. like most of the game in season two. Where, I mean, Leia like, also did a really impressive job of surviving a lot of votes and like also being like a, good, like a strategic for- force and a social force. But I just feel like she didn't have 
as great of a control as Sarah did and as like close of connections with people like across the spectrum as Sarah did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the thing that I think it comes no. down to, because like, I don't want to um, minimize Leia's game at all. It's just someone who like was an extremely good player. Um, but like the thing is, Sarah, I don't think that you ever voted in the minority even up until when you were voted off, it was a tie. Um, so Sarah basically had control over the entire game. Um, and you pretty much always knew everything that was going on at basically every single tribal council. Um, so that's almost a near perfect game. Yeah, I will I mean, say though, it's hard to um, do any better idol, than that. Which is something I did not do. Where, and I think that if you- So that yeah. was pretty cool. It's true. You won, how many meters Wait, you uh, Did you win uh, one or two? Oh, I won one. Oh, did you win? Okay. I think Leia maybe won two. I feel like I feel like if we're coming down to like immunities, I don't know. Yeah, I guess Leia found an idol. That is something. Did she? So, but like, do you want to? Do you know what I think though? It kind of comes down to you can boil it down to this. So, like, looking at literally just final four, um, Leia was in a position to go to the finale, but like. You know, a lot of it's you can blame Mitch and stuff, but at the end of the day, Mitch <laughs> did kind of like flip from wanting to be with her and like you know being her closest ally to being kind of like manipulated the other way, and like Leia was not in a position of power. Is kind of what I'm trying to say in this situation. Mm -hmm. Whereas Sarah was able to flip Lucy at the last second by one of the most like ingenious survivor moves ever to even like be close to a chance of getting to the end. That's and. Yeah. And like, I feel like that kind of like sums up I, where it yes, is. Like I feel like Leia was like bring up. definitely in a great position, awesome survivor player. Like don't get me wrong at all, but like at the end of the day, like she did have kind of opportunities slip away from her fingers. I feel like sometimes, whereas I feel like Sarah was always like making things go towards her way and always like trying to figure out like what would be the best for Sarah Z in this moment, you know. I agree. I, yes, I really, you know, obviously emotions are involved in the game and whatnot, yeah. but I really, really did not like that final four move that Miss yeah. Leia made. I, I, it was just bad survivor. It just really was. Yeah. And Sarah did not make a move like that. That was just a bad survivor. I mean, it literally came down to the final tiebreaker question. So yeah, you're one tiebreaker question away from winning the game, whereas Leia, yeah, she's you know, she lost a yeah. tiebreaker too, but she didn't ever really need to be in that tiebreaker. It was just kind of bad gameplay. So yeah, for I definitely think wow, that I, uh, so I would agree with. Sarah, Sarah, what do you think? In the first place, there. I just feel I just feel very honored to be ranked <laughs> by two legends as number one. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Yes, I'll rank by two. It goes from it goes from oldest to youngest, and from pioneer. So either one day we'll have a really old person from pioneer who will be like a god tier survivor player, or we'll have like a really really bad player. So we'll have to see. Um, cool. All right, Sarah Z is number one. Leia is number two. And in third place is Cassie. 
let's move on to the final three with wonderful friends Aaron, Devin, and Dylan. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that we we definitely talked a bit about the strategy here, but I I just want to say brilliant move by Dylan to lose that on purpose. He kind of he mentioned it when he was on as a guest that like he knew yeah. that whoever won that immunity was probably going to lose Aaron's vote. And uh, every vote counted in this final tribal, you know, like there were a lot of votes up for grabs and losing Aaron's vote would have been pretty costly for Dylan, I think. For so, sure. Props for that. Yeah. I don't think there was much more Aaron could have. Aaron made a really good pitch, to be fair. She made a really good pitch to Devin. You know, <laughs> just one immunity. <laughs> what was her pitch again? Yeah. She really, yeah. So her pitch was that, you know, is it when you get to the final two, it's not as much about bringing mm. the person that played the worst game. It's about bringing the person that you match up with better. And she was arguing to Devin that she they matches up better against he matches up better against her because she's never going to get. Oh yeah, she's never going to get like Ben's vote or Will's vote. Yeah, that's or Emily P's vote. Point, yeah. Whereas Dylan could get their votes. That was her argument. And so, like, I felt like that was a good argument. I, I, did, I don't know if I'd agree with it, but it was definitely a good. It was the argument she needed to make to Devin. To Devin. It's just he's not. Yeah. He's not going to make a mistake that bad at the final three. He's too smart. Any insider information from that final challenge? So. Um. Well, I remember. Devin, I mean, Devin, we talked about the thing where Devin had his uh, oh, little yeah. hand warmers that he won in the in the uh, reward challenge, and I don't know, maybe it gave him some sort of mental boost. Um, I remember, I remember, like I that day, I was like with my dad, my brother, or something. We went to get lunch, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so excited! Like today is the final immunity. After lunch, like, we can go <laughs> stop by and see what's going on." And I was expecting it to go like all day. And then, like, we were halfway <laughs> through lunch, and I got a text, like, oh, it's already over. And I was just like, what? Like, I was so disappointed. I, I was, like, really – first of all, I, you know, I was rooting for Aaron to win. Um, but then I heard Aaron lost. I was like, oh, also the challenge is over. It's been, like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was, yeah. like, camping out. I was expecting it to be, like, season two. Like, six it, hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel like – <laughs> you know, the challenge yeah, that yeah, helps yeah. that epicness just because of, but, um, you know, the person that you're rooting for just as a fan. I feel like a lot of people are rooting for Aaron, like dropping out so soon just kind of hurts. And also season ones was also epic. Oh, that yeah. That was a long time too. Yeah. And yeah. ending really crazy. And the pretzels and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. I feel like it's like, it's just a, because the mm -hmm. challenge is like bouncing yeah. on something, it's it's not as much willpower as it was like. Yeah, like your leg saying, could just like, twitch. Oh, my in legs a physically hurt. Yeah. Aaron's like, like shoes slipped off. Yeah, and it exactly. It was a little more skill. Like yeah, it reminded you, you me of the one done, in basically. actual Survivor where you have to hang on to that pole at the top. Yeah, the Ozzy one. Yeah, the Ozzy wins every time. Yeah, yeah like that takes some skill. <laughs> I mean, even then though, I feel like we copied this challenge from Maryland, and I feel like yeah. every single time I watch this challenge, yeah, I feel Maryland, like it's, 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 it's also not as cold. Like a million years. Yeah, 
Um, I don't I know. Like if it's you guys, one that if you like, really are really want to win, like you can stay yeah, in for a while. But yeah, also, I feel like once Aaron was out, like Aaron didn't like really feel like she needed to win, and then like neither of Dylan Devin really felt like they needed to win. So like, yeah. Imagine that challenge yeah. though with like Will Ben. Oh yeah, that's true. And, like, <laughs> who else? <laughs> like Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Will Imagine ben, like the final three is me Austin and you two. And Brady. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> We'd man. still be on that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. Or, that would have been. We talked before about just, us three and Maggie wow. if we had been pushing the cube. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, that that endurance stuff sucks. It's just yeah. I, so that's the thing is I, mm-hmm. I am a little bit savvy and get to see like a mental endurance, like who wants it the most kind of final immunity. But, um, you know, we had really good lighting. It was shot at golden hour. Ian kept talking about how beautiful lighting was when he was editing it. Um, got to see it's one of the few times yeah. in the challenges where we could actually like see people's faces because it wasn't at like 11 PM. But yeah, we, Poor Aaron yeah. goes home. She was blindsided. I, Again, I feel like that was a bad move by Devin. I don't know why he blindsided her. It's, there was really no point at that point to, to blindside her. Do you think her. she would have voted said, for him? Though, I don't think I can beat you. Sorry. Like, to give her hope. Like, it's, it's a, there's it's, more of a chance. But it's better, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like, yeah, it's I don't know, maybe like, not, but, like, Dylan stepping off and Richard Hatch, like, already puts it into, yeah. like, Devin having to be to blame for it, but like him kind of screwing it up makes it even worse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it, at that point, it just doesn't make sense to blindside somebody. Like, I know he had his whole, like, he wanted to reveal him and Dylan's relationship as this big bomb at Final Tribal Council, and that's fine, but. There's no need, I don't think, to blindside Aaron at the final three because there's nothing she can do about it at that point. Um, and yeah, but even then, uh, Devin does win immunity. Good to add that to the resume. And um, Aaron is our fallen angel of the season. Rob got us yeah. last year. But different scenarios. Relatable, yeah. Sarah, right? With how it happened. Different scenarios. Yep. Yeah, so I still shall maintain we, uh, that Aaron has been one of the Aaron. like most up and down games I've ever seen. Like, oh, yeah. week one, she was at the bottom of Tormenta. Um, people were like making fun of her, yeah. and she didn't know. Like, she just seemed very like she didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden, at one point, she was like controlling the votes, like she was the swing yeah. vote. And then she became like most likely to win, and became this huge threat. Got a little bit cocky yeah. at one point, but like that's what happens when you're on top. It was just yeah. like, yeah, this whole arch. Like, yeah, you're so right, Sarah. Like she's like every mm-hmm. role you can possibly be yeah. inspired. Like you're the dumbass, you're the <laughs> great underdog, you have control, you're using it well, you have like too much power and people yeah. too in control. People fight against like, oh yeah. Made enemies, made friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want immunity? Want immunity? She found an idol. She won immunity. She was a challenge beast. I mean, 
She was like bad at challenges and she's a challenge. <laughs> like I, Will might have had the most confessionals, but I think this is the season of Aaron. Like yeah. I feel like the, season, the story of the season is this is the story of Aaron. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And um I feel like, yeah, Aaron gets to cross a lot of things off the survival mm-hmm. bucket list other than really just winning. Yeah. You know, like she really did get to do a lot of different things. And just watching her whole story is so satisfying from start well, to finish. I, Obviously yeah. sad at the very end. I think but her like, story sums up Maze and Confused. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. feel like the redemption is <laughs> fun. Like she represents the season mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah, and... And, like, it's not even that she's kind of, like, happened into a good good position. Like, you know, she kind of did get lucky at some points, but also I feel like she had such a great ability, like, to make connections with people and to, like, you know, eventually realize when she was on the bottom and realize that, like, to reach out to these different people and flip to other sides and stuff. Like, she played such a hell of a game to, like, put her in a position of being a threat. She didn't luck into it at all. Yeah. yeah, like she made the effort and she really like did. She hung out with people, always bought them food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like ice cream, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now if we're gonna Oh yeah. If we're gonna talk about um Aaron's downfall, I think that it's and it was like a quality that's a good I think can be a good really good quality to have as like a yeah. friend, as a person. But in Survivor, it's tough that she was maybe a little bit too trusting. And that she always wanted to trust somebody. And, like, she was, she trusted people too much. Um, and, you know, she was really big into the loyalty thing. And, but I think that other people weren't necessarily as loyal to her as she was, was to them. Other than Brady, really. Because after that, you know, she had pledged her loyalty to Dylan and to Devin. And I think after mm-hmm. that, she kind of just, like expected that that would help carry her to the end when really maybe she should have doubted them a little bit more and went with Cassie or, you know, maybe she should have screwed over some of those people that she was loyal to um, at the very end. I think that's the big thing is that like she just, you know, when it was in the final four, she can tie it with Cassie. And I think that gives her a better chance at making it to the end, but she just trusted Devin and Dylan so much that she didn't really consider it. And, uh, as a thing, you know, and obviously the, the trusting thing, um, it was really sad to see at the beginning yeah. she had all this trust with uh, Ben and Emily and Will and uh, thought she was in alliance with them, and obviously she wasn't. Um, so I kind of saw that as like a theme of her game where um, it definitely made her a really good ally to have because you knew that you could depend on her. For sure. But I think it definitely uh, kind of bit her in the ass a few times too. And yeah, I don't know, but really it's kind of similar thing is like when we were talking about your game, Sarah, where like at, at the end of the day, if you're that close to winning, you can't complain too much. We're really just, you just needed to win that challenge. You know, you need, for Sarah, you just needed to win a tiebreaker. Aaron just needed to win that final immunity. And that was, you can nitpick games yeah. as much as you want, but it, that's really what it comes down to in the end, you know? Um, because I, I really don't think that met anyone, maybe, I don't even know if Cassie would have taken Aaron to the end, if it's Cassie, Aaron, and Devin, or Cassie, Aaron, and Dylan. Um, you know, Aaron really just needed to win immunities, 
And uh, she had an impressive run, but ultimately this one immunity short. So let us place Aaron yeah. in the iconic third place. Which number of the third place pantheon to not make final travel council? Yeah, we have oh. some we have some queens in this third place uh, club here. Interesting. We have Brittany, we have Lucy, and we have Erin. And unique, strategic Three queens. incredible characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, they all played very different. Side games, note: It's very interesting like that favorites, I think, in Final Five ways. was all male, and Final Four and yeah, I was thinking that too. All women. Yeah. Yeah. And four was all girls too. It is funny. Yeah. Wait, is second and, place all and men? And then first place is all Mallory. Actually, no, yeah, Mallory. Yeah, Mallory's Mallory breaking that glass ceiling. Yeah. And so is two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mallory's the only one in the final five that was wow, different gender. That's funny. Dang. Yes. Breaking that glass ceiling. So um I, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's just without even much debate, I would definitely just put Aaron first for out of this group. No disrespect to Brittany or Lucy, but um, yeah, they both but made Final Tribal and lost, whereas Aaron like would have won. So I feel like that in itself is mm. like... Because like, if you run the game multiple times, does Aaron always get herself out of that situation? But then also, if she was on a different tribe, she might have not even been in that situation in the first place. It might just been the Tormenta thing, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Aaron yeah, is likable enough, like, is strategic enough, yeah. and is good at challenges enough that she's going to consistently end up like towards the end, like in a, you know, if you're just running a season over and over again. Yeah, and if you look at the final five, Aaron would have beat anybody in the final five, whereas Brittany. I mean, what final, what combination of the final yeah. five do you think she would have won? Like, I think that this is maybe the one where she had the best chance, honestly. I think that Thal yeah, would have beat any of them. Any of them probably. Or like, Leia would have I, I feel like the running a season 100 times is, like, useful so I think that's as, like, a tiebreaker thing. when they are kind of, like, in similar positions to winning the right, game. Right. But, like, in a case like this where Aaron actually legitimately was close to winning the game yeah. and Brittany in, like, in this situation really wasn't that close to winning the game. Like I feel like it's pretty safe to say to rank Aaron above her. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, Brittany had a lot of great perception. I think we talked about that during all season one. It's just that she, I think that our biggest criticism was that she wasn't able to change other people's perceptions of her and she wasn't able to really pull off big moves on her own. Whereas Aaron did make some big moves and Aaron was able to, you know, change perception of her from being kind of this like weak player that didn't know what was going on to like this power player that was controlling the game. Like the whole perception changed on Aaron. Whereas I don't think uh, that really happened for Brittany. And maybe if it had, maybe if Brittany was able to change perception and it would have been a different story. But um, yeah. I think that ultimately it was just a lot harder for, for Brittany to win. Um, so. I think going moving down the ranking, 
Brittany was still an excellent player. Two. Yeah, I, I do think that we can put Brittany above Lucy. Yeah. As much as it's we Lucy. love Lucy in yeah. so many ways, like I think that yeah. um, Brittany's game sense and you know, Billy Stephen like went at the end. I feel like you can kind of pretty safely put her ahead of Lucy. Although Lucy probably would be able to survive on a desert island better than Brittany. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I mean the big thing there too is like Lucy yeah. came into the game yeah, she not really to keep knowing the survivor or how to play, versus Brittany came in as a super fan. So I think that yeah. like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring it all the way back to the start. Wow. Brittany, the one that came up with this name. But yeah, it's like Lucy, Lucy, it took when Lucy started learning the game. Um, I think we, we started seeing a lot of potential out of her, but it was just a little bit. I think it was just too little too late for Lucy um, and that she really didn't start coming alive till, you know, the last couple episodes, whereas Brittany um, kind of knew the game from the start. So cool. Yeah. I'm comfortable putting putting Lucy in third. We are now at the final two. So I guess we can just give a, a few brief thoughts about Tribal Council and then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because again, we, we've talked a decent amount about the final Tribal and all that stuff, but um, um, I don't know. What are some overall, overall thoughts you guys have? Uh, who do you guys think had the best question? I really liked how Ben started off, like, I don't know. I feel like he definitely just like set the tone. I just, I don't know, maybe not the best question. It's just the one that sticks out the most to me, like the moment from this final travel that sticks out more than almost any other is Ben. Um, yeah. Asking Devin about his social game. Yeah, that was, that, and Devin that kind of bad. being like, well, social game didn't really matter. Sorry. Like I made the relationships <laughs> I needed to make. I, I just thought that was really bad. Um, on Devin's part, but I just uh, I, I like the fact that like I think it was Ben and Will both brought up questions that like Devin really bunkled, but I appreciate they brought up the questions because it really kind of exposed yeah. an important difference That's between true, the two players. Because Dylan, as much of a frat boy as he comes off as, was really good at um, dealing with the social aspect of of the game. Yeah, and it's like. And it's weird because, like, it's not that Devin didn't have a good social game. Like, he had a great social game mm -hmm. with, like, the people that he had social relationships with. Like, you know, people who, like, Aliza, like, Austin, like, Dylan, like, really loved him and, like, really wanted to work with him. Yeah. But just that, like, he just, I feel like, played too much of a under-the-radar game. And, like, this has kind of been talked about a lot already. But, like, he definitely could have come out at that cocoon a little earlier and like it was really great to get him all the way to the end but like it probably is not going to be enough to win you the game exactly yeah yeah it's like i said the thing that makes people sad is that i feel like Devin had like a really respectable game and he didn't maybe didn't get as much respect as he deserved from the jury um because i i just think that they didn't really understand a lot of what he was doing um not to say that like you know he should have won because i think that dylan and devin both had really good arguments for why they should have won 
and they both have like very dis- they both had similar games but also distinct differences. I just think that Devin maybe didn't really do a good job of selling the strategy that he played, which like uh, you know that's that's on him. But um, well, I think yeah, that maybe I mean, some of the jurors sold him a little bit too short. The game of Survivor like, is it's not like she definitely decides the winner is the editors or the audience at home. You know who gets to see all the footage. Like part of the game is being able to convince people that you did stuff throughout the game. You know, and you have to be able to do that. You have to not just be thought of as just an under-the-radar person who did everything. Like, I know he wasn't really the type of person. Like, he did a lot of stuff, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day this comes up 30 bajillion times, but perception is everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think that Devin really didn't Maybe he just didn't have the best read on the jury. Like he thought that like this is dropping this big bomb on them would be like something that would really help him out. And because he didn't really understand the way he's perceived, you know, it just kind of felt a little bit flat. And I think that he's expecting it to like, wow, when I reveal that I've had this secret relationship with Dylan this whole time, you know, their minds will be blown and they're all going to want to vote for me. And, uh, yeah, it just didn't really work the way that he thought it would. And I think that, like, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like, the perception is reality. And, you yeah. know, it's valid to play an under-the-radar game. But if you want to play that kind of game, you need to be able to defend it Yeah, but really you know well who I think did it really well? Get people to, like, see Mallory. exactly what you did. Mallory a played a very similar game, game, I feel like. But also, she was able to sell it <laughs> yes. so well yep. at Final Tribal Council. And... You know, like she never had bungling answers, like, you know, saying that the social game was important. She was able to like really sell to us like why yeah. she was able to play this under the radar game and have people underestimate her and yada, yada, yada. Mallory literally had yeah. such a good yeah. Tribal like, She had the textbook travel console of what you want to do if you're an under, under the radar player. Yeah. Where... Literally. I mean, Mal- yeah. Yeah. If anything, she even like she older she oversold maybe some of the things she did, but she did it in such a convincing way that we just like believed it. Like the whole thing where she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah like I voted for," like I didn't believe Sarah's like fake advantage, so I voted for Sarah, even though she did believe it and she just didn't want to vote for Nick. Like her being able to sell that was, if I think a a really big thing she did versus Devin was trying to oversell like yeah. oh yeah i knew all about Aliza going home and then he got he got like called out for it big time and it made him look really bad so i feel like yeah Mallory's sorry I, I, like i feel like i'm shitting on devin like, too much kind which i really mean to be <laughs> just was. um but like i feel like that's the that's the problem with dropping a bomb at travel final travel console that no, is no, also no. like the same amount of bomb for the other person, you know, like it's equally Dylan's move or whatever that he had a secret relationship with Devin. Yeah. It's harder to take credit for that. Whereas Mallory is more accurately being like, able to drop this bomb, Mm -hmm. which wasn't even real. Like that put her ahead of Nick Yeah, and Lucy, you know, and able like to show like, this is a step above them. Whereas for Devin, it was really just kind of like, Oh, we both were doing this thing. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, it seemed a little bit like Devin kind of just expected Will to vote for him because like 
oh, like I outsmarted you, therefore, like, um, you know, you should vote for me. When, uh, you know, he didn't. I don't think he really anticipated the emotional aspects of yeah. of Will feeling betrayed, and then like. So like I've just been maybe I don't know if it's actually like, like we've talked about like this a little bit before, minutes, but like you know if he did um, tell so. Aaron then that like hey this is what's happening like when he voted her out like before like in a meeting or whatever like hey this has all been happening he has kind of like the exclusive chance to make that bomb drop before Dylan. Mm-hmm. Does Aaron maybe like go to the jury and like want to fight for Devin a little bit, or maybe if he even kind of like takes control of it at that final three tribal council? I don't know. I just feel like there's a definitely a way he could have played that better with her and with the jury. Yeah, yeah. I really think that. Yeah. I mean, Will was the biggest vote where he literally lost Will's vote, so that was you know, his vote number four, he really just needs one more person. Either Ben or Aaron is probably his best bet. I think that he could, if he would have answered Ben's question better, maybe had a better performance overall, and maybe if he would have done yeah. some things yeah. differently at the Aaron tribal. I, I still kind of think that Aaron is going to vote for Dylan. I think we asked her about it, but like, you never know. Like maybe yeah. things change. If, if, he, if he brings up the Dylan Devin thing earlier, and then, like, yeah, kind of really, like, you know, sink kind in, of, exactly. like, it's kind of the story of, like, this is, I initiated this, this is all my idea, this is my move. And the jury had, like, some time to think about it. Or maybe it wouldn't have, but, like, I feel like it's definitely it something like, that you okay, could have yeah, tried. I don't know. That. Maybe that would have swayed some people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Or maybe he could have, he should have gotten rid of Dylan in the final four and uh, went with Cassie instead. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, Devin had a Devin did play a good game. Like, I think he really executed the under radar thing well. The relationship with Dylan was excellent. He played he played it almost perfect flawlessly. Him and Dylan really flawlessly went through that final five. I just think that he is a little bit too stubborn in the plan of I need to go to the final two with Dylan, and he just made a few little mistakes there that uh. Um, I think if he would have maybe put himself out in front, invested in other relationships a little bit more, he uh, very strong. Maybe yeah, well, I feel like we have three very strong. I think he's a. So I think he's a really strong. Hard to rank these three for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. So we have Nick, Devin, and we have Mitch. Yeah. Shoot. Well. My yeah. gut feeling right now is Nick was one vote away from winning the game. That's closer than the other two made it. Yeah. Now, I, I does feel that like mean that he's inherently better? I mean, I guess it's, it's weird because to discuss. I feel like Nick maybe had like a worse final tri- tribal council, but also like I feel like he was better set up going into it, you know? And like, I, I don't know. It's just, I know, yeah. I feel like there was, yeah. I don't know how much like to put stock in this, but like, I feel mm-hmm. like there was more controversy just in like the, you know, online reaction to Mallory being Nick than there was to Dylan beating Devin. Even There was a fair amount of people who really wanted Devin to win. Don't get me wrong. But like, I do feel like there's that kind of, 
maybe it's just because Nick played more like yeah. not under the radar game and was more spicy and confessionals and more like you know out there in the portion. But like there is maybe something to be said that like Nick was really yeah yeah, yeah. Know, doing a lot out there to advance himself. I don't know. I don't know. Not that different. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I think that they were both mm-hmm. perceptive, but I think that maybe that's the thing. They they both were no, very yeah. perceptive, but Devin played really under the radar, whereas Nick was like definitely not under the radar. Like he was very visible. But I feel like Devin was on execute like I don't know. Devin was like he wasn't always on the right side of the boat, but he always knew what was going on. And he had a plan that basically worked perfect from like beginning of the merge to the final two. He had this plan of making it to the final two with Dylan mm-hmm. and getting to the final three with Cassie. And it basically worked yeah. exactly how, how he thought it would. Yeah. And a lot of like times, Nick like it wasn't really what he wanted, like not his plan, I mean, but he went along like with it anyways, you know, he could survive every week basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And I, also, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. Nick was so close to winning, but also, like, he did get a little bit. I don't want to say he got lucky that Sarah w- went out because he did beat you in the tiebreaker. But yeah. Um. I don't know if he would have went Devin, to the final three I, with I, you or Mike. You I don't know lost. if Nick. I feel like Nick went with like his but best I guess possible say the same final three of like, the final with, like Aaron, six or so. seven or so. Whereas, like, I feel like Devin would have been like Cassie. Like, he probably would have had a chance against Will. Yeah. Whereas Nick, maybe there's not a lot of path. Like, he could have gone to the end it's in true. a few more ways, but like maybe this Shoot. would have been his best one to win and he still lost it by the by like definitely the slimmest of margins but uh, i know this is tough yeah. yeah devin made a good move it was mostly elise's move but devin also had a really good move to get to save himself at the ceremonies tribal whereas nick yeah he definitely made moves, but he didn't. Like his biggest move, I would say, you know, was he did like have a connection with Maggie that caused her to turn himself. on me earlier. And, yeah, yeah. Shoot. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch is a. I you know what. We also haven't even talked about Mitch. <laughs> Mitch. Hmm. Yeah. You know what. Honestly, I would say that compared to the other two, Mitch was not as perceptive. Doesn't mean he's worse, but like the birds, the other two were like very perceptive. That was kind of what they were known for. I feel like mm-hmm. Mitch, like, um, always thought of himself and as like this biggest. I feel like it, looking through some of like, the lens, he was I don't really see him winning in any in other final three. Like, he, he loses to Leia, he loses to Thal, he loses to Liz, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like 
Yeah. Devin, no, that's, that's why maybe I'm, I'm almost going to say Devin in the best because I can like, see more, Devin. I can see scenarios. But, yeah. And yeah. Combinations where Devin wins. But also, I guess we haven't done our old 100 simulation, whatever. Uh, yeah. 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 This is tough. This is this is like the first time um, where all three of them. I'm having trouble. Like, I don't. What, what are your thoughts, Sarah? On oh, this? yeah. This one is hard because they're all so yeah. different. I don't know. Like Devin just didn't really show his game very well Jack, to the people were... who are on the jury. Nick's like is a louder player but like i feel like if he was if he happened to get on a better like if he started on ohana i think he would have done better like i feel like i would put nick first and then maybe yeah i don't know they're all like pretty good Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack, you were mentioning the our our age old simulation strategy. Um, I I do feel like me and Mitch might yeah. you know pull a Mitch and <laughs> you think yeah. you, you think I, that like, I feel like you should make the season a bunch I, of times. He's going to make a big mistake with uh, sending a chat to the wrong group again. I feel like. Thinking from a simulation standpoint of, you know, just them as players, I I do feel like Nick is the best of the three. And I feel like, yeah, like you said, like him on Ohana or him on like, you know, a different tribe that is winning or whatever, if you're playing with different players, like I feel like he might be able to make the connections easier. Yeah. Yeah. He what? Yeah, he was in kind of a weird situation where he kind of mm-hmm. got ditched by his alliance for not really any reason, other than us he was kind of just being threatened by him. To be honest, you know what I mean? Like he didn't really do anything other than talk to people, which yeah, yeah. It's because he was so, a I don't know, trying to think of like people. Are we, are we, well, we were only we were allowed to sketchy, talk. To but what did he really <laughs> do that was that sketchy? Like he. Yeah. Would... It's because you but know I what? Feel like... It was because. He yeah, we, well, like, I know, like, from our perspective, yeah. obviously, we That's didn't why want we him to do that. Yeah. But, like, from the perspective of, like... <laughs> he didn't put up with our bullshit. Yeah. He was, like, the only one. <laughs> and I feel like if he isn't running mm-hmm. into, like... Yeah, because he was kind of, like... Then we had just, like, poisoned everybody, everybody else like, against yeah, Sam, him. Jack, and Sarah Maybe. are too close. <laughs> they're, like, they have Maggie loyal to them. Yeah, so... Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't think that was necessarily a bad thing yeah. for Nick to do. It kind of just, like, he just didn't really know that Maggie was going to come right still, back to us. And I don't know. Bus. I, so, I have a hesitation, but I'll, I'll yeah, allow okay. it. Yeah, okay. I'm okay with you Nick two out. <laughs> I... Yeah, weirdly I am. Even though I was just, like, railing against Devin, like, five minutes ago. Why? Are you thinking of Devin? <laughs> I think so. I, I don't know. So, are we all good with putting Mitch in third? Yeah. 
I no, I mean, yeah. Mitch is like, like I said, we're getting the second place players here. It's no, it's no, uh, it's no, um, uh, insult to be third. Uh, but yeah, I think it comes down I, to I agree with that. I think in this Nick particular season, Devin. like any, in like mm-hmm. each of their particular seasons, I feel like Devin played a better game in season three than Nick played in season two. But I feel like as a survivor player, Nick is better than Devin. If that yeah. Makes sense. I, I think that makes sense. I just feel like oh, I but can, okay, yeah, but I I just I feel like we at are the end of the day off, I see Devin winning season three a lot more. Wait, I thought we were talking about how good season. they are of a player. I don't know what we go by. We change the rules. It's definitely about how time. good they are of a player. I, that's why we do the simulation. Yeah. <laughs> But this is the tiebreaker, so we're like maybe. But the thing is, like, I always thought it was who was. The I feel like that's the tiebreaker if they're equally good players. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, but then there's also like circumstances. I, yes, but like, if who's a better player? But you had to base it off of this, like, just what we saw in the season, and then if the seasons. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, I. So the thing I keep getting stuck on, which like I, I don't know, I keep going mm-hmm. back and forth on it, is that Devin did have a lot more control over this merge than Nick had. But I, I also like can definitely see that like Nick was one vote away from winning the game. He was clearly a really strong player and very perceptive and did a lot more and was, you know, I think just more expected as a player. Yeah. Like we Stop. We knew that he did things versus Devin was not able to really convince the jury of that. I don't know. And he also, Devin did mention at one point in the merge, like, true. I don't That's think true. I can beat anybody except yeah. for Dylan and Cassie. And you know, he might have even gotten two, bailed out a little bit by being a final two. Lucy and wins, you know. Because if it's a final three, Aaron definitely wins. And yeah. I think that Nick could have went in yeah. a decent a decent number of final threes at the merge and was had a good chance at winning uh, with you know a combination of Abby yeah. and Bree and maybe even like Maggie, Lucy and Mallory, um, <laughs> Chidi. Chidi was like his person. So, Sarah, okay. what do you say? Are you saying this is a tough one? But yeah, I, I no, I agree. All right. That's what I'll I go. With, I'll All right, I'll be the dissenting vote and say Devin. <laughs> Nick in first, Devin in second, and in third place we have Mitch. So let's quick get to let's finish this off with our winner rankings. We get to rank the three yeah. winners of Survivor Michigan. This is a very distinct title. Yeah, it's a very important title because one person is going to be okay. the number one winner of Survivor Michigan. So yeah. Um, I, I just want to say that I think, you know, much love to Mallory. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll probably put Mallory As much as I'm there. trying to find an I argument, just I really want to make an argument for her. I'm not sure that I can make. <laughs> like, cause where she really shined was like the end yeah. of the season. And I feel like. Whereas Dylan was kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah we spent sorry, a lot of time talking. Sorry. No, okay. like I feel like Thal and Dylan were more 
in the know for the rest of the season, whereas Mallory was killing it at the end. Yeah. And I, and I feel like while Dylan, yeah. even just if we're comparing Dylan and, uh, and Mallory, Mallory like they were both killing it at the end, but I feel like Dylan was killing it more at the end. Like, I feel like Mallory was like really killing it at like the very, very end, like the final travel council and, you know, and everything. Whereas Dylan, like really, like from, I don't know, like the- Final, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like from like the prisoner's dilemma on, like Brady was like, I mean, not Brady, Dylan was like in complete control uh, almost. Final eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dylan, at the final, we get to the final six, every single person in the game is loyal to Dylan. You have Brady and Aaron who are loyal to him. You have Cassie, yeah. who's number one. Devin, who's his number one. Will, who thinks he's in alliance with him. Like, final six to the end, no one's ever going to get rid of Dylan, and there's, like, no chance of it happening. Um, And Mallory, yeah, like, people weren't going to get rid of her, but it was yeah. more because... It, it was just not because, yeah, it was less because of alliances and more because, like, she just wasn't anybody's radar to get rid of. Um, and, yeah, Dylan started playing a little bit earlier, I think. Um, mm -hmm. So, Tarowski. That's so, I guess it's between Tarowski and Dylan. Then. Probably Tarowski. Um, I think for sure Tarowski, actually. That, that's a tough one. But I don't know. I Dylan mean, probably makes it further. Yeah. See, so yeah, I'm just I'm I'm wondering how well Tarowski so, does without Thal. I I don't know. Like I feel like the Liz vote, especially, he's really kind of like bailed out by the connection with Thal, which is a connection that goes back not just in the game but years. Like imagine. If Dylan had another person named Dylan in the game from the very, but that's also like that also makes it difficult because you have to keep that a secret. Which Dylan also kept a secret about Alliance. <laughs> but there's not like so much evidence. I, I, I just feel like I want to like go for a hot take position here. That's and, true. And fight for Dylan. Yeah, Alex's did get found out. Yeah. No, yeah. Honestly, like, no, that's, I feel like it's a good argument to have. Because I, going into it, I thought, I always thought it was super obvious. Like, oh, yeah, Trowski, then Dylan, then Mallory. But, like, I don't want to sell Dylan's game short mm -hmm. because Trowski did have a lot of times where people really wanted him out. And he kind of just survived because people were too afraid of idols. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, it's a valid strategy to play. But, like, he kind of, I feel like he did really kind of get, barely skate by for some of those rounds versus Dylan was never in danger of getting out. And he really executed their strategy perfectly of like, I'm going to put shields in front of me and I'm going to strike at the right moment to, to where I'm respected as a player, but I'm also not super threatening. And then he has all the people mm -hmm. loyal to him. that are going to take him to the end versus Tarowski kind of had to like rely on winning immunities, playing idols, Thal being a bigger threat than yeah. him. Thal getting like, off first. And speaking and Leia of Leia, like, like really crazy. I just remember from her move time on the podcast. Four. Our great friend Leia, I love um, her. Like she really, um, like 
said how much that a lot of people didn't really like they kind of knew about Trowski and Thal. Like, I don't know how much we want to put credence oh, yeah. into that or what, what have you, but like they really like they knew Trowski was like a threat or whatever, but they just thought they could get rid of him. And like they like yeah. he wasn't really in control of what was happening. Whereas Dylan was kind of like Machiavellian behind the scenes, controlling a lot of what was happening in that late game on, even if he didn't really have as big of a presence in the early like in the pre-merge. Like I feel like Tarowski had like a great pre-merge. You know, he had that amazing two idle play and everything. But like Yeah, yeah. That that's true. That's yeah. the merge too. But I feel like that's also kind of early. He merge. also flipped Akshay. That was I, I don't know. big. I'm just I, I I'm trying to make an argument for Dylan here because I feel like when it really came down to it, Dylan took it more into his own hands. Yeah. Whereas Tarowski was relying a lot on some factors outside his control. What's your what's know, your reason, Sarah, like for saying Tarowski played Tarowski a more so, like, game so and like and just like as, made as more your flashy moves and still somehow made it to the end? Like there was no doubt to me that if he made it to the end, he would win. Yeah, that's true. Oh, this is another hard one. Um, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I I also I don't know. The thing is, Trowski, I feel like he was doing a lot more in the pre-merge than Dylan was. I I feel like I, as much as I love the Devil's Advocate for mm -hmm. Dylan. I do kind of feel like Tarowski played a more. He just he played harder, which I respect. Exactly. I don't know if it's the most efficient way yeah. to win the game, but I don't know. I just feel like it was much harder to pull off what Tarowski did than what Dylan did. Yeah, which I, yeah, I, don't know I, I know what you mean. Like the thing with Dylan better, is that like the whole you know wow I that was something like I want to give meme is because that. he didn't really do much in the game or record much of the game for the first like four weeks or so, you know, like that was his only kind of footage was wanting to splice that in. Whereas Tarowski from the word go was going ham and, you know, scheming all these plans with Thal and everything. And yeah, you think back to like the, even that, like that one challenge that was just kind of like the tribal discussion thing. Like he shined there. He has, Absolutely fantastic legs. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I do, I do, I did want to play devil's advocate for Dylan a little bit there, but I, I do <laughs> yeah. want to go with Tarowski at the end of the day. Exactly. Oh, Mitski does not agree. That <laughs> 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 was like just Mitski screaming right after I finished <laughs> talking. I thought that was like one of you like screaming like, oh, we have the number one. <laughs> All right. Our official rankings for the winners is Tarowski at number one, Dylan number two, and Mallory wow, number that was something. three. <laughs> we made it through the third season of KYTL. That was something. Man, 
So coming Goliath. up, we are going to be Goliath. seeing some Goliath. returnees in season four. Get a little teaser at the end. That was pretty fun. Ah, uh, Savenia. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, Matthew. Yes, we have, we got to, we got to have mm -hmm. some great season one discussion right here near the end, and now uh, we're going to get to see your Matthew Israel himself. <laughs> wait, wait, who was that again? Sure. Who? But you know what? Thought of, uh, I, I think we ranked him as the I worst of the tenth uh, or eleventh place of all time. And, and so we'll see if we can bench that. Maybe move up in the rankings. Maybe. I, yeah, that's that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, if well, he maybe Chidi will be on the season. We'll see if he can beat. And they can Chidi. go head to head. <laughs> yeah, that's what the fans want. Is Matthew versus Chidi? Yeah, we can really see the show that we've been waiting to waiting to see. Yes. All right. Well. I've been, uh, it's been an honor to get to speak yeah, about season yeah, three for all of you guys. And, and, to and another talk great with you, season Jack ahead and of us. Sarah. I, I'm really week. excited to find out who the last three returnees are. Oh, I know. There's going to be some reactions. I, yeah. Oh, oh, I can't yeah. wait to see who they are and we'll see be reactions. reactions. I'm, I'm sure that uh, <laughs> it'll be great. Wow. There there will be reactions. That was something. <laughs> Cute. All right. Wow. It sure. Time was. for me to eat. All right. Ooh. Goodbye, everybody. Thank See you. Ya.